Library. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you all had a wonderful July and are getting ready for August. Can't believe it's already almost August. It's crazy how fast this year has been going by and how many things are changing this year and so many new things are starting up like me starting school next month and I'm really nervous but really excited about it and I am just like shocked that this year is practically almost over. I have been doing good on my reading goal. Um, I feel like I've been doing like I've been completing the goals that I've wanted to do this year like reading more fantasy I definitely have been doing that and my goal this year was 50 books and I think I'm almost at 40 books so that's only 10 more books and we're only in the month of almost August so that's exciting last year when I read like 89 books that was probably the most books that I will ever read in a in a year and it was great but you know what it doesn't really matter like I try not to measure my like bookworm like worthiness on the amount of books that I've read in a year I just I'm trying to enjoy reading like it's a hobby it's not a chore and I want it to stay that way but Anyway, because it is the end of July, it is time for another monthly wrap-up, and I'm super excited. I feel like, you know, I had some slow months, a lot was going on in our lives, but I feel like this month in July, I was able to kind of get back into the swing of things and read a, a ton, not a ton, a ton, but read like more than I have in a long time and yeah but I had a good week um we celebrated Will's birthday this past week and hung out with our friends and it has just been a good time July has been good to us and I'm excited for next month just her school and my birthday and just all the all the things that are to come for the rest of the year. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Let me tell you all what I'm currently reading right now, which is Daisy Hates The Great Undoing by Jessa Hastings. Um, this is the fourth book in the like Magnolia Parks universe. There's two Magnolia Parks books and then now two Daisy Hates books. This last one came out in December and I've really been enjoying it. I feel like Mag- the Magnolia Parks universe is just like a really good kind of reality TV, but in book form because there's so much drama and toxic relationships. And like it's about high society in London, all these people in their young 20s just kind of like they have so much money they don't and they're bored like when you're super rich and you're bored you get into all sorts of trouble and Daisy is a part of like a um 
her brother is like a master art thief and so she's kind of like in this quote-unquote like mafia world but not super mafia um and you just kind of like read about her life and her drama and like her brother's drama and I really am enjoying it I I feel like I've I've mentioned before reading this book series that it's since it's set in London the writing is very British and so you have to like consciously have a British accent when you're reading it in order for like the words to flow right like for the writing to sound right because when I was first reading the books I was just reading in my normal like head voice and I was like well this is like not making sense like I keep stumbling over these words but then um, I saw this girl's video and she said to read in a British accent in your head like you have to consciously think about it and that helped her so I started doing that and that fixed it and it was great and so yeah that's what I'm reading right now it's pretty good I'll probably finish it today so I'm gonna add it today in July and um yeah it's been pretty good so okay for the whole month of July I read one two three four four and a half books in the month of July that's pretty good compared to the past months um not the best I've ever done but not the worst I've ever done either and so I let's talk about it I'm excited the first book I read this month in July was fourth wing by Rebecca Yaros this book I have seen everywhere and it's been hyped up so much and I was super excited to read it but I was reading SJM books and so I told myself once I finish that I'm just gonna jump into fourth wing because I just have to know the hype and I want to be a part of what's going on also sorry if you can hear the washing machine going off it's ridiculously loud and it doesn't need to be this loud but this is the only time I can record so we're just going through it so apologies so fourth wing let's talk about it because I have a lot to say it is kind of a mix between like divergent fantasy and Hunger Games a little bit but not really it's kind of like a dystopian fantasy story that's like what I would describe it as so basically you have Violet Soaring Gale who is supposed to enter the scribe quadrant and she's supposed to like she's been trained up to go into the scribes there's like four different quadrants that this kingdom has and so you go to this college and you're when you turn 20 you go into this college and then you're supposed to like go into the quadrant that you've kind of been studying for your whole life and Violet is supposed to go into the scribes and that's like the historians she's going to record history and read history and stuff like that then there is the infantry and you know that's like healing hospital stuff um then there is 
Oh shoot, I can't think of the fourth one. But there's then then there's the Riders Quadrant, and they are the Dragon Riders. They fight on the front lines, and this kingdom is fighting against like the neighboring kingdom, and they are defending their borders. They've it's been this like four hundred year long war that they've been a part of against like the griffins and so like the other kingdom they ride griffins and then violet's kingdom rides dragons and so yeah and i cannot for the life of me remember what the fourth one is it's gonna drive me nuts and it's gonna drive you nuts because i can't think of it so uh anyway she her father has trained her up to be a scribe because he was a scribe and he passed away a while ago her father and her brother who was a um a dragon rider passed away her mother is like high up level um like sergeant person and she is a part of the writer's quadrant and so is her older sister so because like her mom and both of her siblings are a part of the writer's quadrant her mother kind of forces her into the writer's quadrant as well and they have to complete like a bunch of grueling tests and have to survive their first year of this school in order to like bond with a dragon and become a writer so she's like an initiate right now and the thing about um violet though is that she is like really brittle and her she has this condition where her bones are really brittle and she gets injured really easily and so like no one is expecting her to survive the writer's quadrant the first test that you do is you have to walk across this like really skinny parapet they call it like a bridge over like two mountain crosses like over a valley and you have to like walk across it and if you make it then you know welcome to the writer's quadrant but if you fall and make it oops you weren't worthy enough and but you die like that's it so she has to walk along there she gets it and her sister like tells her a bunch of these tips and tricks and stuff and so violet is able to make it but she basically has to now like prove herself and she wants to prove herself that she can do this even though she's quite small and frail and she starts to complete every single task and then there's this boy who's a third year and his name is Zayden and he is a part of like the his parents were 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 rebels like they were part of the rebellion and so now all of the children of the rebels have to enter the writer's quadrant and prove themselves loyal to the government and so he has this um tattoo on him that marks him as like a rebel's son so he's kind of a target 
but he's proved himself loyal and worthy, and he's gotten pretty high up on the um, ranking. And yeah, so when you get a dragon, you have to bond with a dragon. You like it's something kind of like you just kind of feel inside you, like this bond that like tugs on you. And then when you see your dragon, you can bond with it, and then you fly with it and then once the dragon feels like you're ready it will give you a power like a signet power and all of these can manifest in different forms like mind reading um the ability to form like the ability to change the weather the ability to like teleport from one place to another like just all these different sorts of abilities and you get one dragon and they are like your dragon and the thing is like they say a dragon without its rider is like un- unfortunate but a rider without their dragon is dead so you have this like special bond with your dragon that if your dragon dies you die instantly but if you die your dragon will be hurt or whatever but then like they'll heal and then they'll when they're ready they'll go look for another rider and so Violet is determined to get a dragon and I don't want to spoil it but it is pretty epic and there's so many like theories and stuff that I can talk about and the ending oh my gosh the ending it was just like like whiplash after whiplash and it made me cry so much something happens and it's so sad and I was like no you can't do this and yeah it was so good and everyone should read fourth wing and it was amazing and I really like it and Zayden is like the best like friends to enemies lovers like sort of relationship kind of thing going on where you're like you're reluctant allies and then you're kind of like stuck with each other and then you like you kind of like each other but you're not really supposed to and it's so good and yeah you should read it for sure I loved this book and I immediately wanted to read it again when I finished it so that is really saying something the next book that I read was Six Scorched Roses by Carissa Broadbent and this is like the little novella that you read in between two books in a series and the book series name is called crowns of niaxia the first book is called that you will recognize is the serpent and the wings of night so that's the first book in the series and then this is like a little novella that you read in between So this one, it was kind of like a Beauty and the Beast retelling, like sort of, kind of. Um, So yeah, let me read this little thing, book description off of Goodreads. It says, six roses, six vials of blood, six visits to a vampire who could be her salvation or her damnation. Lilith has been dying since the day she was born. But 
while she long ago came to terms with her own imminent death, the deaths of everyone she loves is an entirely different matter. As her town slowly withers in the clutches of a mysterious, God-cursed illness, she takes matters into her own hands, and desperate to find a cure, Lilith strikes a bargain with the only thing the gods hate even more than her village, a vampire, Vale. She offers him six roses in exchange for six vials of vampire blood on one hope for her town's salvation, thinking that his blood will be the cure to the illness. But when what begins as a simple transaction gradually becomes something more, Lilith is faced with a terrifying realization. It's dangerous to wander into the clutches of a vampire, and in a place already suffering a god's wrath, more dangerous still to fall in love with one. Six Scorched Roses is like, it kind of reminds me of um, Beauty and the Beast because, you know, like Vale is the vampire and the beast. He kind of has been secluded by himself in the forest for like hundreds of years because his own kingdom um, kind of like went, if you read it, you'll know, but there's like, there's three different types of vampires and there's like the bloodborne which are really dangerous and no one really like wants to be a part of the bloodborne vampires and then there's the nightborn and then and the other vampires that I can't think of and they've been fighting for the throne for a long time and so when Vale was fighting like his vampire um clan kind lost and so because of that he kind of like banished himself and he's been living here and Lilith has been trying to find a cure to the sickness that's been plaguing their town for 10 years and so she kind of she goes to him and she brings him roses and she says that there's something special about them um that he just has to wait and she'll give him one every single time that she comes to get a vial of blood and she studies the blood trying to find a cure and then there's this um like doctor in town who kind of is growing suspicious of Lilith and where she's disappearing off to and then you know the the plot of Beauty and the Beast where like the whole town goes mad and kind of like runs over to the like beast castle to kill the beast and Lilith or Belle has to like kind of save the beast and tell everyone that it's okay um yeah that's kind of what it is and I I really like wasn't expecting this little book to be much because I feel like novellas just aren't really that interesting most of the time but this one was really good and you kind of like do have to read it just to kind of get a little bit of context on who Vale is for the next book and I'm glad that I did read it because I would have missed it entirely but I like saw it somewhere and somebody said that it was really good so yeah that was that one it's pretty short but I really liked it and then I read The Ashes and the Star Cursed King which is the Crowns of Nyaxia book 2 by Carissa Broadbent and this is 
obviously the sequel to the first book. Um, but you go back into the world of this vampire kingdom that I was just talking about with Vale. Like, the side that he was on lost a hundred years ago. And so the nightborn vampires have been ruling and um Aurea is a human who has been raised by the vampire king her whole life she has been like the lamb in the lion's den her whole life and she has gone through like her whole life of rigorous training by the vampire king Vincent in hopes that when she was older she could enter the I pronounce it in my head as Kajari but I don't know if that's like the right way to pronounce it that's just how I pronounce it in my head um and that's kind of like the Hunger Games like whoever wins the Kajari gets a wish granted from the vampire goddess and so she enters hoping to win but she's stuck with all these vampires and it's kind of scary and she forms an alliance with this boy named um Rahin Rain I in my head I say Rain I think it is Rain Ryan maybe it's Ryan and I'm just making it difficult for myself anyway he's a vampire he was a human that was turned into a vampire um like a hundred years ago and he used to be a slave and now he's not a slave and he's trying to win he's just in the Kajari because his like best friend dragged him into it so she forms an alliance with him and at the end of the first book she wins the Kajari she has to kill Rain and she kind of regrets killing him so she wishes that he could win instead and so he comes back to life and then big plot twist of all time um he his wish was to kill the vampire king and take up his rightful place on the throne because he is the heir of like the other vampire kinds and so now he is the king and he basically forced Aurea to marry him and now in the second book him and Aurea have to coexist reluctantly together and Aurea hates him for killing her like father basically because Vincent raised her and she learns a lot more about herself and who she actually is and where she came from and they are on this quest to look for God's blood to defeat like the bloodborne vampires once and for all because they have started to get their clutches into the throne and then this like coup happens and it's all like a big mess and they have to fight a war and whatever it's really good I really did enjoy it I'm confused if this is it for the like book series or if there will be more books on Aurea and Rain because I didn't really want it to end I was kind of sad about it like at the very end I was like oh is this it like no more it's just everything like 
was that it or like what is going on so I'm a little confused I hope that there's more because I feel like it like this is a lot more complicated than just what was like um like resolved at the end like there's a there's a big like world building thing that didn't that like happened and I feel like the closure the closure wasn't as as good as I wanted it to be so I don't know but we'll see I really did enjoy it and I recommend this series if you like the Hunger Games and a different kind of fantasy book besides like Faye <laughs> this one's about vampires and it was pretty good I really liked it and I liked them the female main character a lot. Araya was really good. Um, but yeah, that was the next book I read. And then this is where like the four and a half books come in because I've been trying to read A Day of Fallen Night by Samantha Shannon for like the past three months now. No big deal. Just, you know, um, haven't been reading it at all. I have been really trying to get through it slowly it's a lot of fantasy and my brain I just I need some easy reads like I feel like I'm a little burnt out with fantasy right now but I am really enjoying a day of fallen night there's nothing bad about it like I have no no qualms about this book at all it's amazing it's very well thought out the characters are very like diverse and fleshed out and round like well-rounded and I just I, I want to dedicate the time that it deserves to it and I feel like I can't do that right now and I don't want to read it while I'm kind of burnt out of fantasy and then give it like not like it as much as I would have had I read it when I was excited to you know what I mean so, I have put that book on pause for now, not DNFing, not, like, just giving up on it, just for right now, just putting it there until I feel like I'm ready for it again, and yeah, so that's where the half book is coming from, and then I am about to finish Daisy Hates and The Great Undoing. And that will be my books for July. I've really been enjoying Daisy Hates. It's just one of those kind of easy, mindless reads. Um, and I love the book series. If you really like reality TV show drama, then I feel like you would really like um, this book series because it just is really good. Like, yeah, I like it a lot. So... Anyways, those are the books that I read in the month of July, and I hope that you all enjoyed. I will see you guys next week in a new podcast episode, the first one of August. I think what I'm going to do is make like a birthday book wish list, like books I am hoping to get or something like that. We'll see. But yeah, thanks all for listening and I will see you next time. Thanks for coming to the library. Bye.